Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 1999, the walls of hell cracked, and fallen angels condemned to an eternity in the abyss were suddenly able to flee. With no choice but to come to terms with the decaying remnants of the paradise they helped create, these escaped fallen must now decide whether they will rebuild their masterpiece or burn it to a cinder. Hello and welcome to Demon the Fallen Fragments, a Demon the Fallen game set in Rochester, New York in the year 2001. This story features the character of Azoth, played by Tillman, Erichel, played by Rebecca, Brawlman, played by Adam, and Abathar, played by Slavic. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. Alright, we'll pick it up back in the hallway with Brawlman staring at all of the blood. What does Brawlman do? So I stare at the at the blood for a moment, um, kind of sorrowfully reflecting on the war and on what happened to this poor person who tried to help another human being. But I need to call the others, so I step over the blood carefully and I go inside and I just get the phone and I dial up Azoth. As you finish dialing, you turn and glance towards the door and you realize that despite your best efforts, there are bloody footprints from the hallway right to where you're standing. Lauren would just kind of, the phone would just kind of drop and she would just hang it up and just start to start to mop up the blood go outside into the into the hallway and, and mop up Brian's blood as a sign of respect for him to not let him be defiled in that way especially somebody who tried to tried to help help another you know it's horrible and Brahman wants to at least give him this respect and not let his blood be trampled on in the apartment building or in the space okay Brawlman sort of loses himself in the mopping. There's just something about the motion, the, the basic labor of it that's almost hypnotic, you know? And maybe there's a little bit of symbolism there. You're not just cleaning up blood, you're cleansing traces of someone who, despite the conflict that Lauren had with, you know, tried to help her, tried to protect her in a way. And you can't help but reflect, Brawlman can't help but reflect on how, in a weird way, this sort of mirrors the fall. You were protecting someone, you ended up suffering for it, and as you're lost in this sort of thought, you hear multiple sets of footsteps coming up the stairwell. I just glance up from holding the mop. You look over, there's some shuffling on the other side of the door. You can't really see who's over there. The thin glass pane, wired, of course, is filthy. Years of smoke and grime have just built up to the point where it's very difficult to see what's going on on the other side. Just shapes and shadows, really. The door you know, opens, squeals open, and Lily is standing there with Oliver and Esme behind her. And you realize that you've been mopping for a very long time. And not only is the floor not really clean, but you were so caught up in your own thoughts and your own musings 
that it's just sort of this swirled pattern of diluted blood with a bleach scent to it on the floor more than anything else. I look up at them as they enter the hallway and there's just this immediate expression of like relief and and happiness that will come across Lauren's face. And then she'll kind of just like look down and notice what she's doing and just, it'll kind of just fade into a look of disappointment and she'll sort of wipe the sweat from her brow and just, just face them kind of, not really even sure where to begin, you know, kind of, there's so much that she needs to unload right now, but it's just like, where do I start? I'm glad you guys made it. For the others, you guys do not have that sensation of impending doom or the weight of the violence. It doesn't hit you quite the same. For you, you're just at Lauren's apartment, at Lauren's studio. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm unharmed. But I was, I was the target of this. It's hard for me to understand. But Brian's act of sacrifice moves me beyond belief. I just... His sacrifice? Is he dead? No, not at the moment. Just badly hurt. Stabbed seven times. Trying to prevent an intruder from breaking into my apartment. And Lauren will just kind of uh, look at her, her door, which is... At this point, open, um, just kind of like, you know, half closed, but not like shut. You tried to protect her. You tried to protect me. Do you need somewhere to stay? I mean, it's possible you're not safe here. No, I I think I should stay. I'm curious if somebody will return. I I need to know what happened. I need to know who it was that, that showed up here and why. What's so interesting about about me, about her. I mean, you guys are some of the only ones that know. You guys are my only fellows here. Esme will look up and down the hall and then gesture into Lauren's apartment. Maybe we should go inside. Lauren nods. And as they make their way like through the door, um, Lauren's not even going to wait for them to sit down before she mentions, and I saw Tizaniel in a cemetery of all places, right outside of the hospital when I was going to check on Brian. I ran out to chase her, and she vanished right in front of my eyes. That place gave me a feeling. It was, it reminded me of the loneliness that I felt in the pit. This whole thing is bringing back a lot of memories of the war, just horrible tragedies, just life lost and life wasted. Esme's kind of a, a loss to all of that. And we'll just mindlessly go over to a, a bookcase or some place where Lauren has items displayed and just looking them over while she's discussing all of this with us. Lauren sits down hopelessly, kind of, you know, her, her hands kind of just like stretch across her knees and her, her head just facing down at her feet, just not sure what to do. I could try treating the wounds of this Brian, but I'm not sure how this works nowadays. He's in the hospital, right? He is. He's going through surgery. I'm not sure that these doctors are going to be able to do anything for him, yet I feel like I owe it to him to try to help him in some way. Yes, certainly. That's what I've done way back when. 
Lauren kind of bites her knuckle. I'm not sure how it works, though. How do you? How does it happen? How do we get to where he is and visit him without any suspicion? I I wasn't even able to see him. His condition was so critical. They were giving him surgery by the time I I arrived with another girl. I assume was one of his friends or maybe a friend of a friend or something, but I just don't know. There was a police officer who talked to me when I was there. He was asking me questions about who it was that might be after me. It was, it was so strange to just feel how this affects her. And I, I feel more and more like me and her are becoming one and the same. We spoke to another one of us today. Another one of us? How, how did you know he was one of us? Who was this person? His name is Rabbi Gelt. Well, human. Uh, she... We were looking into Claire when we heard his name mentioned and went to speak with him. He shed some light on something that's going on around town. Some religious fanatics and possibly another one of us. We also briefly talked about Tizaniel and... Uh, it seems that she gets herself in danger a lot. Also, does the faith spiel a lot? I think right. that that goes hand in hand. And unfortunately, um, when we looked into Claire, we found her dead in the homeless camp that we were directed to. And I, um, I think someone of us would like have this uh, diary of hers. So... <laughs> Esme will pull the diary out and hand it to Lauren. I just kind of flipped through it, not really reading it, just sort of skimming over it. This is certainly a lot. Who is this other one of us? The rabbi or the the other one that we we haven't met yet? Laz, Lazarus? Lazarus. <clears throat> and um would uh would Brahmin know of either the rabbi or this Lazarus? Um, like, do I need any legacy or anything to to like remember that at all, or is it something like I would just be able to recall? Brahmin, the, the name does not ring a bell for Brahmin. Uh, Brahmin would be feeling very unsettled to know that there's others um, that potentially know about him when he doesn't. You know, they weren't. They haven't revealed himself to him yet. They could possibly know about him is unsettling. So where do we go from here? What's the next step? And I close the diary, just kind of um, caressing, like running my hand over the cover. As you close the diary, all of you feel a weird infusion of faith, as if it just crackled out across the city as a lightning bolt. Not quite the same as the pulse that occurred drawing you to the church, rather the seminary, where you first met Tizaniel. This is fierce and hot and almost painful as it lances through all of you. Not visible, but definitely tangible. And this is different from the, from the Times Square incident? Yes. Okay. Esme's just stands stock still, feeling that 
kind of that weird empty heat you feel when you just don't feel right. And she turns to look at the others. Did you feel that? Yes. Yes, I, I felt it. Another one, but that was new. Well, regarding how we could go about, um, honestly, I'm kind of at a loss. My first uh, suggestion was meeting with you again. We should probably check back with Ruth at some point, but I'm not really sure um, whether that's important right now. We we probably should check on Brian if we can. And oh. I want to know what's going on with Tizaniel because I don't know. She she always shows up when it's when it's weird, just like a few seconds ago. I definitely have questions for her. What was she doing there? Why why did she just run away from me? Don't we want to go see what just happened? This sort of faith outburst that we've been noticing, it's certainly strange. I would definitely like to look into that as well. I just recalled that I have find the faithful. Mitch, can I use that? To locate where the faith lightning came from? Yeah. Oh, but it, it doesn't work like that. I think we had that before because it only allows me to find specific individuals. Yes. Well, that sucks. Lily, the pocket that the pendant is in starts to get a little warm. I take it out of my pocket and take a closer look at it. It doesn't seem to be different in any physical capacity other than it's warm, as if it's been sitting next to a fire. Strange. This amulet given to me by those strange mortals uh, is starting to heat up. I wonder what it means. It's not an uncomfortable warmth, but it is definitely warm. Lily will try to take the pendant and sort of try to like uh, turn around and see if it moves. She just holds it, like by the necklace, by the chains. No, it doesn't move. It, it's not acting as any sort of uh, divining rod or lodestone. It just hangs there. Is this something that I can use a uh, lore of the forge on to uh, the first ability, enhance object? Enhance object? Yeah, it says to um, gain an innate understanding of an object and its intended function. I think you may have tried that already, but give it another okay. go. Okay. Yeah, you guys are probably right. I did. Yeah, give it another go. Okay. Here you go, Raquel. Perceptions, crafts. We will do difficulty eight. Negative one success. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's just a pendant. And you're crazy because it's hot. No, you're pretty, no, 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 no. You're pretty sure it's going to explode. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. So, it is clearly uh, absorbing all of this energy, and it's eventually going to overload and explode in a horrible display of death for everyone. So as Arkwell puts her hand over it, realizing this, she'll grab it from Lily's hand and try to throw it across the room. Lily will try to hold on to it. No, what are you doing? It's going to explode. What? And Lily is going to use Lore of the Storms on it to, I don't know, uh, let's say, use the condensation or the moisture from the air to, like, 
turn it into ice around the amulet. Well, before she gets a chance to do that, as Esme grabs and yanks, the chain breaks and the pendant yeah. itself falls to the floor. Well, she'll still try to freeze the pendant. Okay, go for it. Uh, I don't know how many successes I need because I know that I need one success for fog, two for shower, three is torrent of water. But it doesn't really tell me. Mm, yeah. Let's go with three. And okay. you're just creating a particular spot of ice, but it's on a moving target. I'm going to be using willpower on it because I can. And because no one destroys my pendant. Okay, so I got two successes. Two successes? Okay. The amulet frosts over a little, but it doesn't, compl- you know, there's no protective coating of ice, which is what I think you were going for. Something like that. Okay. And it hits the floor with a, you know, metallic and crystalline tinkle and just lays there. The frost does, you know, melt, and then the water evaporates pretty quickly, though, as if it is still warm. It doesn't look like it's going to explode. Arquel just stands over it, eyes wide in shock, and just waiting for something to happen. What is even going on with you two? I don't know. Arquel just took it from my hand, and it broke. And Lily will try to pick up the pendant. She picks it up. There's, you know, it's still warm. It's not hot or anything. No, it's it's warm to the touch, but it's not painfully hot or anything like that. You're not risking a burn. Yeah. If it gets too hot, I'll just store it somewhere or something. I don't think it's. It doesn't look like it's going to explode. I hope. And she puts it back in her pocket. Both confused and a little frustrated, because she she doesn't understand. She knows that it should have broken or exploded or something, and it's not. Sme just quietly goes to Lauren's kitchen and kind of turns her back away from everyone while she's processing what happened. So, like, what what would Brahman make of a? Uh, I would I would definitely feel like that they have both uh, used their lures in the room. Like that would uh, that would be something I can sense. Oh yeah, all of you can will have pretty much automatically sensed each other using lures in the room. And one, one thing that I just want to remind you all, you also feel supernatural powers going off on occasion. Um, it's one of the demon's innate abilities. So even just sitting in your apartments alone, you occasionally feel, you know, two miles that way, you know, someone used a supernatural power. A mile and a half that way, someone uses supernatural power. You feel these things randomly go off, particularly at night. It seems to happen mostly at night. Yeah, kind of like fireworks, except not pretty. So at this point, like Lauren would be kind of just like getting her stuff together, probably grabbing all kinds of random things and like throwing it into her, her bag, just like getting like a heavier jacket and throwing it on. Or I, sorry, I forget what time of year it is. Is it still? It's winter. It's yeah, January. Okay. So I'd get like a like a heavy jacket, one of those like really puffy kind of quilted jackets. And it's like multiple sizes too big. And I just like kind of take it off the coat rack and just like put myself into it. And I just like take this, I don't know, kind of like a worn shoulder bag that she uses. And she's just kind of like just pushing stuff off of the table into the bag, like without any real consideration to like what will be needed. Just like, you know, various tools, various paperwork and notes, like just mail, like old mail, just whatever like junk is there. So what are you doing now? I really can't follow what's 
weren't we just trying to plan what we're gonna do yeah i'm just getting ready getting ready to leave you know just getting everything like on just ready to to take off okay okay where are we going can you locate where the the faith is coming from because i always just get the wave out of character somebody has like paths right like the <gasps> supernatural <me>. gps <laughs> Yes. So, like, Lauren's just going to say, she's going to look at uh, Esme and just say, we could follow the signs and just sort of, like, just, like, look at her, like, like you could do that. Just to clarify, the first sort of faith pulse was more of a warm, oddly comfortable sensation. It felt like you were being refreshed with faith in a way. This most recent one was, like, a lightning bolt. There was there was nothing pleasant about it. I think that probably like kind of has to do with why Brahman is so shaken up, just kind of frantically trying to get the things together to to exit the apartment, not even sure where to go. Lily, you can't shake the feeling that there is something about the warmth on that pendant that really deserves your attention. Uh, Lily will try to focus on it, but she's not really sure what do with it you know she'll pick it out of her pocket and stare at it very intently you know maybe if there's some sort of reflection or something there's not a reflection so much as there's a lack of reflection it's like within the crystal it just sort of goes on forever like there's an infinite depth to it almost as if you're looking through the crystal Lily will try to close one eye and put the crystal to the other eye and see if she can see anything there. Give me an intelligence religion roll. Difficulty? We'll do six. Three successes. For some reason, you immediately think of Mormonism, holding the crystal to your eye. And as you're focusing it, focusing on it, you look through it and it's not so much what you see, but what you feel. And just subconsciously, your hand begins to move down and you place it against your chest and you feel the warmth sort of take hold in your chest. And in the back of your head, you hear, finally, thank you. I'm glad you figured it out. I'm sorry, what? I'm assuming that you felt it as well or that you noticed it. Uh, I suppose. We're monitoring the situation. I just wanted to make sure that you realize it was not us doing it. Okay. Thank you, I suppose. Uh, we'll go and monitor the situation as well. We will be in touch if we discover anything. And, okay. with, and with that, the pendant returns to normal cold metal room temperatureness. This is like a phone. Wait, he didn't tell you? Nope. I think they like mysteries, secrets. All right. Maybe I could get a ring out of this. Now that'd be too... Uh, uh, maybe a bracelet. So where shall we go? You have several options. Ruth, the Faith, Explosion, visit Brian in the hospital, try to help him. And anything else? Okay. These three options then. Yeah, uh, I guess we could just, uh, if you really want to go, 
Faith Brian, then I'd suggest we just quickly skip parts of it. <laughs> Storyteller, would it make sense? <laughs> because honestly, I don't think it would. He's kind of in the hand, hands of surgeons still, and I have uh, three whole dice to try to save him. Well, let's see here. Who I has... You could like try to make a bargain with him or something. Azoth does have medicine. One whole dot, yes. Yes, one whole dot. You guys realize that... All right, we'll say that the humans that you're inhabiting have various memories of involvement with the hospital. And you realize that surgery is a thing that is hours long. The more severe the injury or issue, the longer the surgery can take. If he's only been in surgery for an hour or two at this point, maybe three, it could be another four five, six hours before he's done and anybody has an opportunity to interact with him because they sure as hell aren't letting you guys into the, the uh, you know, the surgery theater. I think we should follow the faith if we can. And I certainly can't. I'll ice turn to Esme. <laughs> she has that moment of doesn't understand why everyone's looking at her and then realizes what she has to do. Are you going to attempt to use your lore there, Esme? I think she is. <laughs> She's dreading it. I like triple botched. Oh boy. That's a lot of ones. One, 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 wow. two. <laughs> I, I think I transferred my curse to Becca and I'm happy about that. But also she keeps using skills that fuck over like the whole group. So it sort of hurts us all. Apparently, I'm going to need a minute because I'm just like super, oh gosh, that's a terrible role. <laughs> <laughs> you got a tissue and everything. <laughs> okay, so Esme will, she'll try to collect herself and focusing inward, trying to find that path. And she seems to be lost for quite some time. A path forms in her mind. She's not sure if it will require the car or not. But a path, a path east definitely forms in her mind. Or no, no, northeast. Wait, southeast. Definitely east. Nope, definitely northeast. She's got it now. Northeast. She's sure of it. All right. Once she's sure that she has the path in her mind, her eyes snap open. Go, follow me. And she'll begin to lead, leave Lauren's apartment. Oh, yeah, right now. Okay, cool. I lock up when the last one exits. Ed, are we going to get in the car again? <laughs> As Lauren locks up, she notices that there's a few spots of blood that she missed. And there's just this moment of sadness as the weight of what happened in the hallway hits her once again. And then she turns and heads towards the door with the rest of them. As I look at the drop of blood, I think to myself, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find who did this to Brian. One way or another. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? 
one that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could get the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.